Welcome to the Smart HVAC Marketing Podcast, the podcast for HVAC contractors who are ready to quit screwing around and begin growing their business. Powered by Rival Digital. On this show, you'll hear from industry leaders and become equipped with the tools and knowledge you need to build a world-class business. Now, here's your host, Eric Thomas. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Smart HVAC Marketing Podcast. My name is Eric Thomas. I'm the host of the show. And today we are joined by Josh Harper from AirLogic. Josh, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. So, so glad to have you on the show with us today. Excited to dive in and learn more about your story and and find out more about your company and how how you've kind of managed to grow it over the years and and all that good stuff. So Josh, if you don't mind, why don't you start by introducing yourself to our listeners and then tell them a little bit more about the history of your company. Okay. Uh, My name's Josh Harper. AirLogic Heating and Air Conditioning is the name of my business. We have been operating for eight years uh, in business. Uh, Collectively been in the industry for about 20 years. Um, 40 years old now. So I started out young. Uh, Got my license in 2007 continue to work for the company I was working for before I started my own business. So um seen a lot of change over, you know, 20 years time. Yeah. Um, we are located in Sonora, Georgia, uh, which is about 45 minutes south of Atlanta. And um, we have a location currently in Carrollton and one in Sonora. Um, yeah, that's, that's kind of who we are. Nice. So what made you decide, you said you've been in the industry for about 20 years now, what made you decide to go off and start your own company? So the company I worked for was a great company and I was with them for um, a long time, almost, you know, 13 something years. But um, I traveled Southeast. I traveled North Carolina, South Carolina, Tennessee, Alabama, and all over the state of Georgia. And uh, you can do that when you're young and you're single or no kids and so on and so forth. But uh, after my firstborn came, um, so I started to realize, man, it's being out of town stuff, you know, uh, and I was running, I was a project manager for a large multifamily new construction company. And we did HVAC, you know, on a large scale, apartments, townhouses, student housing and stuff like that all over the Southeast. Um, so the traveling really, you know, got got me. I mean, I wanted to be with my kids and raise my kids and be there to help my wife. So, you know, obviously you could say I'm a family man, but um, that was ultimately what, what drove me to, to start my own business. Yeah. So what have been some of the challenges that you've overcome since starting your business? Man, so many. Um, So many. Uh, Honestly, you know, starting from scratch, starting from nothing and not really having anything, you know, when I started my business. I mean, it's pretty amazing. Uh, The financial backing, financial uh, startup cost, 
you know, taking on a large scale project and having the funds available to, to float it until you get your first draw. Uh, those are, those are things that really can make or break businesses, especially starting out early, uh, you know, securing a line of credit somewhere with a bank, you know, um, stuff like that to give you the ability to go after these other projects. You know, that's really, that was a challenge for me, man. It took me five and a half years before the bank would finally give me a line of credit so that I could go after some large scale projects, you know? Um, so, you know, the financial part of it was tough, you know, obviously from a digital marketing side of things, I mean, that, that was new to me. That game right there is, is very unique and it takes special people that know what they're doing to, to really hammer it down. Um, yeah. But yeah, getting out there on the internet where people are Google searching and getting your name to pop up to make the phone ring. I mean, you know, all that was, was really where I hit the ground running and, and found out, you know, this is a challenge, but yeah. So I did, I saw on your website that you guys are your carrier factor as authorized factory authorized dealer. And you're also 2019 president's award recipient. That's pretty cool. That's pretty big, yes, isn't sir. it? Well, yeah, it is in the in the the factory authorized dealer section of things. You know, they put there's some pretty strict requirements that we have to do every year: uh, training, continuing ed, uh, you know, service update training. We do all kind of training for the factory and for our supplier here in Atlanta, which is Mingledorf's. Um, require training. You know, we have to be 50% of our trucks technicians have to be uh, certified, you know, Nate certified technicians. I mean, it, you know, being a fad dealer, we can offer a 100% satisfaction guarantee also to our customer mm-hmm. for the first year, which is huge. I mean, none of the other manufacturers really have any plans like that. So, yeah, we enjoy we enjoy the, the program, the CFAD program. We, we're, we're happy to be part of it. And it looks like, you know, we'll get the President's Award again for uh, 2021. And we got it last year for 2020. So awesome. That's three years and that's three years in a row. Yeah. Yeah. What are the what are the requirements of receiving that reward? Um, so you have to the hit the you have to hit the standard for training, which is mm-hmm. I believe it's 16, 16 hours of carrier factory training. And then um I want to say it's 20 hours of continuing ed on their equipment, you know, the technical side of things. Um, of course, you know, you have to be in good standing with the state, you know, your license and all that. No, no crazy, you know, lawsuits or anything going on. But, um, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, show up to events and, and, and really check in and uh, be part of the program, you know being able to offer that satisfaction guarantee, that's a huge part of it, which means we stand behind our work. We're always going to make sure that we do it right and do what the customer, you know, try to make the customer happy and pleased. Yeah. That seems to be a missing element that a lot of companies are not hitting is the, not necessarily having a guarantee, but just standing behind their work and, and putting forward their best effort on stuff. Yeah, yeah, I see. I see all kind of crazy stuff, man. Because the homeowners most of the time have no clue what they're looking at. You know what I mean? They have no clue anything about it. 
um, except for it blows cold and it blows hot, you know. <laughs> so, so yeah, they, you can see some some crazy things that go on out in the field where you know I just shake my head. Yeah, well, it's like there's there's Facebook pages that kind of show some of the crazy crappy <laughs> yeah. work that some people do where. Yeah, it's blowing hot and it's blowing cold, but behind the scenes you got, I mean, just yeah, all kinds of concoctions exactly. going on up in your attic. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yep. Very common. Very common. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, you know, the review process online, if you can get your reviews up, it always helps with placement and whatnot, you know, when you're when you're searching for a local HVAC dealer to fix your stuff or service mm-hmm. it or whatever. Um, so you want to make sure that you always try to do the right thing and do it to the best of your ability and please the customer, obviously. Um, that being said, you're not going to please everybody. So you better yeah. be ready for those customers as well. So yeah, absolutely. Knowing how, to, knowing how to, you know, respond back to a bad view, uh, review or something online to a negative review. I mean, you got to be ready for those things. Yeah. So what is, uh, what's some advice that you would give somebody in regards to responding to those negative reviews that you get? Um, well, always try to address it with the customer, uh, again, to see if you can get them to take it down, change it, you know, to, to the mm-hmm. point to where they're satisfied. If it's just over with and impossible you can't satisfy this customer then you just respond professionally and politely to the response online always make sure that you respond to that review don't just take it and leave it Mm -hmm. um and move on you know because nobody's perfect so yep yeah i i agree um that's the worst thing you can do is just leave it completely unresponded to and yes. not, not even at least just saying, sorry, you had a bad experience. We hope to earn your business back in the future <laughs> or something. That's right. Yeah, um, that's exactly right. It, it, it looks worse to not respond than it does to respond. Yep. By far. Yep. Cause in the eyes of the and consumer, then- that, that, that's the thing, the review, the review section, the review section, it's a spectator sport really. You know, it's, Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. It's just like a post on social media. You know, some people just go there for the comments. You know what I mean? They yep. just want to read the the, ba- the bashing that's, that's yep. taking place. It yep. sucks, man. Like the way I've got my <laughs> Facebook page set up, whether it's right or it's wrong, I feel like it's okay. I don't have a review section on my Facebook page, you know, and they can review me on Google. They can review me on you know, house and next door and this and that and all these other websites if they want to review me. But my Facebook page and my social media pages are specifically to show our work, what we are capable of doing. And if somebody has a problem, they need to come to me. Yeah. So I don't, I don't have a lot of that out there on my social media. You know, like I said, whether that's wrong or that's right, that's just how I set it up and that's, that's how it's going to stay. Yeah. I mean, obviously there's, there's definitely nothing wrong with doing that at all. I, I don't blame you. It gives you, it gives you one less place to have to worry about <laughs> dealing with the crazies. And, and, and honestly, Facebook's the worst of them all. It is, man. Golly, it really is because somebody yeah. really wants to know you 
they can go to Google and they can read. Like my name is mentioned specifically. Some of my technicians' names are mentioned specifically on five-star reviews. Like, oh, Josh did a great job. He's always polite, fair with his price, you know, so on and so forth. So uh, that's really where the customer gets the best experience with someone that they've never met before. Mm-hmm. So it is yeah, important, well, I guess. Yeah, yeah, and and, and you want it. Honestly, you want to, if you're going to get the review personally, I'd rather get it on Google just because it can help with your, <laughs> you can help with your SEO. Yeah. And it yeah. doesn't do much for you on Facebook. That's right. Exactly. It's just somewhere for people to go and complain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But hey, I love, argue. I love highlighting our work, man. I mean, we're a residential company 90% of the time. And we do change outs and service repair work. You know, that's kind of what we do. And uh, I love to show it, man, the transformation of the system, you know, and uh, yeah. crane lifts, you know, I mean, just all kind of crazy stuff that we do. Yeah. I like to highlight it and showcase it. That's awesome. So, what are some other things that you've done, you know, in your area to help grow into? Because it sounds like you've you've taken on some growth, you've grown into new areas. What are some of the things that you've done that have led to that growth? Uh, community involvement uh, definitely has been a big part of it. You know, just uh, like we we donate here, we sponsor this, or you know, we cook food for that. Um, honestly, I love to do that um, for the community. You know, whether it's elementary school or the high school or whatever it's for uh, any kind of community involvement that you can get into would definitely be a benefit for someone who's looking to grow and network and you know mm-hmm. not trying to hide between the between the cracks you know what I mean yeah so what I guess out of all the different community involvement that you've done in the past what has been what's been one that's I guess made you feel let me, let, let me rephrase this. What, what's one that has made you feel particularly like good about volunteering or serving at? Uh, we've done Habitat and I like doing Habitat. Um, my nephew, Brandon, passed. Oh, Lord, it's been many, many years now, probably 15 years, 16 years he's been gone. But when I started my business, we, we did this thing we called Operation Heat a Home. And our scrap that we saved up throughout the year, uh, we would scrap it out, man, and we would just buy equipment and we would give it away to customers, you know, unknowingly customers who somehow, some way touched our hearts or came across, you know, uh, someone we wanted to help, whether they needed mm-hmm. it or not. And, um, and you know what, man, to be honest, we, we never broadcasted any of that, you know, we didn't put it out there and have the, the local news company over there. Uh, and I found that to be a, a huge blessing to my business, you know, tenfold what we put into it and, and to someone else. So mm-hmm. I think that's really key, man. Yeah. So during that, during that movement or uh, that effort, were you also installing the equipment or, or servicing the equipment? Yeah, just- yeah. We were, we, we were putting them in, installing them, servicing them. You know, some people probably yeah. sold the house and moved and, you know, <laughs> so, it, but it wasn't, you know, for me, it wasn't about, 
the glory of showing, hey, everybody, look what we did. It was seeing a homeowner or somebody who, you know, needed the help or whatever, the joy that it brought them and their family. So, Yeah, and and so many companies out there talk about how they love their community and how they love serving their community. Um, And, you know, they they show it off on Facebook and Instagram, which I get it, you know. I get get it. it. Yeah, I get it. It's PR. Investing, I get it. It's, it's yeah. It's good PR, and you know they've <laughs> invested uh, a, a, a nice little tax write-off into donating right. for something. So I I get it, but yeah. you know at the same time, like like you're saying, you don't you don't have to get a ton of glory out of it. If you're truly, you know, someone for the community, like you are declaring and saying you are, then you know why do you need that type of? That's, glory? that's right. It, we're doing it. We're not doing it for everybody else we're doing it for ourselves but you know like i said it comes back to us tenfold what we put into mm-hmm. it so it's all good man it, it's fun too you know i enjoy yeah. i enjoy doing it so do you all still do that yeah yeah we do uh, i've got two habitat houses coming up here soon in downtown noonan um we'll we'll jump in and do that um and then hopefully november we'll find another person you know and do another system or two so y'all do it like close to winter time yeah yeah we try to do it around november you know around thanksgiving christmas something like that you know that's cool so are are there challenges associated with that like when you're putting in it sounds like you're putting like older systems kind of spiffing them up a little bit and then using them what are the challenges with that um one thing about older systems well, you're saying that you're like scrapping, you know, systems or parts from, you know, from other jobs or whatever, and then using those to use. So are you using like older systems that were, that still functioned, but were just, you know, someone upgraded or are nope. you guys just, okay. Nope. We recover the refrigerant. If there's any refrigerant in the system, the scrap one, uh, we separate copper brass you know and this is just a couple of days worth of work throughout the year man that we go out and we can we can get you know a system or two's worth of money out of it but you separate all of the raw materials and then take it to the scrapyard and sell it and then they give you the money and then that money is take taken and bought the new equipment at my cost for us to install somewhere it's all new equipment I would okay, never that. suggest. I would <laughs> never suggest taking an old piece of equipment and putting it in somebody's house, <laughs> ever, even if it's for free. <laughs> I was about to say that that might take some work trying to make let, that work. Yeah, yeah. Because that can come back on you, <laughs> pretty oh, bad. Yeah. A lot of liability there. <laughs> yes, okay. sir. I'm I'm glad we were able to clear that up before this episode went out yeah. and the whole world started yeah. asking what this guy's <laughs> doing down there. <laughs> oh Lord. Yeah, you would you would ended up. To, this episode would have ended up on that HVAC hacks website. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we try to we try to keep it real, man. Um, I used to work all over the city. I'd go to Atlanta on the north side, and uh, God, that drive is horrible. So, okay. you know, through my digital marketing and my billboard and my signs on my truck, all of my trucks are wrapped. Um. I got so much work right here in my backyard, you know, uh, in, in Coweta, Fett, and Carroll County that I don't have to go to, through all that anymore. 
That's nice. So do you guys target pretty heavily in that area still in the Northern Atlanta area? Not at all. I've, I've actually pulled back every bit of advertising that I had going to a three county. That's it. Three counties. Wow. So Carol, Coweta and Fayette. Yep. Is that how you say it? Coweta? Uh, Coweta. Coweta. Sorry. You, I don't know. I don't know where you're at. Where are you from? I'm from Virginia. Virginia. Yeah. Y'all probably Coweta. say it. Coweta, Coweta. Yeah. We probably Coweta would say County. County. We probably would say Coweta. I was just not really sure. I was and, zooming in on the picture on your website. <laughs> and, uh, I'm in Sonoy, and some people say Sonoya, uh, Sonoy. I mean, there's a couple of different ways to say it. I don't know if you've ever watched The Walking Dead, but it's filmed oh, yeah. right about six miles from my shop. Oh, really? That's cool. So were, were you guys yeah. in that shop when it was being recorded? Uh, in what shop? Oh, no. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, yeah, they're, they're still recording like right now. <laughs> so... They're That's still cool. filming this season now. Yeah, they shut down downtown last week and we're filming. So, yeah. So does that affect you in any way? Man, I'm telling you, the, the, the growth that has happened in the past two, three years right here where I'm at in this one county by the thousands. I mean, people are flocking here from California, New York. You know, I mean, they're just coming from all over the place. And uh, moving in these new houses, you know, so because of, because of that show. I mean, not just that show. They film so much stuff down here, man. Check out Pinewood Studios. I mean, they film like Marvel, uh, you know, all the Marvel movies and all that stuff from down here. So no way. <clears throat> it's busy, is what I'm saying, and it's bringing in tons of people, yeah. and they're buying tons of houses, and they. Need Need maintenance and they need filters changed and they want Wi-Fi thermostats and they want air filtration and UV lights. So I mean, the, there's just endless opportunity right here in my back door. Yeah, they recently recorded the new 007 movie there, parts of it at least. Yep. Parts of it in Atlanta. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. So so it's it's a uh, it's a neat unique community um you know from people from all over the world so it's pretty yeah. cool so do you do a lot of new construction we do probably 15 projects a year maybe 20 15 to 20 new construction projects a year mm -hmm. um so and and right now we are you know we're we're at the top five where I think we're ranked number four for infinity, um, infinity system installs for the CFAD dealers. I think there's 156 of them and we're, we're number four on the, on the scale. So, uh, we do a lot of the, the higher end, uh, efficient systems and a lot of the people want that, you know? Mm -hmm. Yep. So you say you're you're number four in that area, or total overall across the country? It's I believe it's a district of Southeast. You know, there's okay. like a couple of states in there, but it's 156 dealers. So, and you know, when I started my business, I used to just put in the basic stuff, you know, and uh, 
So the, the, the basic equipment, shoot, it's hard to get now, but the basic equipment, you know, changed into the higher efficient stuff, um, which we, it's easy to install and start up and we enjoy, we enjoy working with it. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Josh, I don't want to take up a whole lot more of your time. This is, this has been great. Um, so before we, before we hop off here, what's, well, I guess, what's a, one piece of advice that you'd give to someone if they were looking to start their own company right now? Golly, man, keep it simple. Uh, keep it simple, you know, keep it stupid simple because mm-hmm. right now, honestly, right now is not the time to try to go out there and find five technicians to put in five trucks or <laughs> five five installers to put in five trucks because you're not going to find that. Uh, I mean, I hate to say it, but like we're, we're dying out here trying to find, you know, new trainees, young folks, man, that want to work and learn a skill, learn a trade. So uh, keep it simple on a simple scale. Uh, Don't make it too complicated and, you know, just, just hang in there and keep grinding. That's what I say. (laughs) Keep grinding. It's awesome. Yep. Awesome. Josh, I appreciate you chatting with me here for a little bit. Um, cool. I ho- hope you have a great rest of your afternoon and we will uh, talk to you soon. All right. Thank you. Have a good day. All right. You too. Bye bye. See you, Eric. Thank you for tuning in for another episode. If you're an HVAC contractor in need of digital marketing services, contact us today at www.rivaldigital.com.